right, so the Jets pretty much said no. Basically, when you think about it, they said, okay, we would like to give you guys Jamal Adams for a trade. Nevertheless, in return, we want Elijah Collins, a first-round draft pick in the third. Mm, that's too rich for my blood. And on top of that, I just think that Jamal Adams is a dog. Don't get me wrong. I think that Jamal Adams plays with tenacity, strength, can also snatch the ball away from the opposition. Got a little range in them, but that's not where they play them. They play them up close on the line. He can blitz, play like a hybrid style linebacker, get to the quarterback, do all of those things that you don't like but you love. And on top of that, vocally. And let's be real about it. Defensive backs, when you playing that safety role or cornerback, you got to have a little moxie, swag about yourself, and you got to have that dominant fear factor, meaning that teams would think twice going across the middle, and can he wipe away your tight end? That's all what a strong safety can do, slash linebacker or whatever you want to call him, a playmaker, basically. And, of course, when you look at the raw numbers, you don't see the turnovers as it relates to INTs. But you do see other factors within the confines of the game. Nevertheless, everything else remains this way. You should never sell your farm <laughs> to get one player that really, 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 really not going to be that overhaul of a difference maker. Trust me when I say this, the right tackle on the opposite end of it, I think that he brings a lot to the table, Lyle Collins. I do know he's up and coming. I do know that he struggled to get to that spot. And to me personally, I think that if he were to stay at guard, he would have been a better guard than he is a right tackle. But that's the story of a different day. The brother played well in that position, and we see him growing, and he got better in that position. That's just the reality of it. On top of that, let me have a right tackle that can play numerous of years, and also let me have that right tackle that can protect the quarterback, who is the creme de la creme of anybody's team. If your quarterback is on his back, nine times out of ten, you don't win anything. So... And you got Futures pick with the first round draft pick. It's too much to give. And to put the extra icing on the cake, you want the Dallas Cowboys to also pay for the person? You don't work that way. Look, first round draft picks are valuable. And here's why. The fifth year option. In the new CBA collective bargain agreement that really put a, a stronghold on the players for not being able to hold out and sit out and these sort of things because they can get fined. The owners are way ahead of the players with that type of situation. So that's why, that's why I say the new CBA was heavy in favor of the owners opposed to the players. I think the players saw the money, they saw the opportunity and said, look, let's just get out here before this TV deal. Let's go ahead and change some things around. Let's smoke a little chay here and there and so we can play. And I think the, the overall uh, majority as relates to the voting power because most of the players are on the smaller end kind of said, hey, we'll vote for that. But the owners won because they still got the franchise tag. On top of that, with the fifth-year option, I mean, it's it just all win, win, win for the owners, basically. 
no matter how you cut that slice of pie. Nevertheless, when you think about it, like I said, Jamal Adams, the brother is a dog. I think that he brings a lot to the table, not a little bit. He brings so much to the table is that when you sit down beside him, you might as well say, man, you're taking up three seats because that's what he can do. He can bring you that edge rush, you know, if you want to play him like that, you can play him close to the line. He can play the hybrid linebacker position. He brings a lot to the table, but not for that price. And I don't blame the Jets. A lot of people think that these teams are happy-go-lucky with each other. No, 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 no. They despise one another. They fight against one another. I'm talking about the owners. A lot of people think, oh, he's a billionaire and he's a billionaire. They should get along uh, happily. No, it's a lot of egos in that situation. It is. <laughs> it is a lot of egos. Now, in case in point, I do think that Jamal will get dealt. Either he's going to go to the Eagles or he's going to go to the 49ers. Oh, I'm sorry, the 49ers. I can't stand both of those teams. The Eagles and the 49ers, shout out to them, though. Uh, he might go to those particular teams. And we've seen this story been painted out before. We've seen these stories where it's the agent of Jamal Adams or the actual team that we want to trade for. They kind of dangle a rope or carry right in front of us and say, okay, Here's you go, here you go, here you go. We're gonna dance with you. Then they say at the last minute they they move on and they kind of use that as leverage. And either the player chases the money or the scout agent or whoever it may be chases the most money, or a team just give them an outlandish deal, or the jet just say, well, you know what? I will trade them to this particular team instead of being on the headlines because we do know how Jerry Wayne Jones can really sully the waters with this. How you say that, Lord? Why, why, what's going on with this? Well, remember the Herschel Walker trade situation? I do know that it wasn't all Jerry Wayne Jones had to do a lot with Jimmy. But I will say this though, when you think about it, no team want to be held at gunpoint and say, well, man, we let the Dallas Cowboys do this trade and now we the Herschel Walker 2.0, you know? Or now we, all throughout the news of how you let that guy go. You know, that's just how it goes, Cowboy Nation. So a lot of owners, a lot of teams will utilize the Dallas Cowboys as leverage piece. Look, we saw that stuff coming a mile before it came, millions of miles actually, before it came with Earl Thomas. Look, there's only one person that I can say without a shot of a doubt that said to themselves, you know what? Two tears in a bucket. I don't care about the money. Still gonna represent the silver and the blue. And that was Amari Cooper. He could have easily played for the Washington team for 20 something odd million more. Easily. He had the offer right at his fingertips and he dropped it basically. <laughs> he said, Oh, y'all talking about me dropping passes, but I'm gonna drop this thing right here and I'm gonna keep it real with the Dallas Cowboys, the silver and blue, I'm gonna stay true. I'm gonna try to get this Super Bowl with this particular team. He put his actual money where his mouth was at, you know. A lot of people say, man, it's not about the money, but it's about the money, basically. <laughs> and I do know that Jamal, 
he did say, hey, if the Cowboys somehow were to pick me up, I would not put their feet to the fire for the big, massive contract on the fifth-year option, whatever it may be. Uh, he did lament that particular portion. Nevertheless, these players do have what we call agencies or agents. And they may not let that fly. They may not. And on top of that, the Jets are looking at it like, hmm, how much can we really get from a Jamal Adams? 49ers, do they think that they're one player away? And speaking of the 49ers, I think that they are uh, entertaining the Desmond Bryan situation. I think that they had Debo Samuels to go out or what have you. So they need somebody to help fill that void. So why not bring in a veteran guy that can help lead the, the younger guys and put people in the right positions? And, and even if it's just a, a battle of the battles, maybe, just maybe, Dez Bryant, number 88, could be thrown up the X with the 49ers colors. Let that sink into your mental. That would be crazy, right? <laughs> Nevertheless, Cowboy Nation, you guys get the flow, get the picture. Oh, the fly eagles fly, huh? To the land of no victories. <laughs> I gotta talk about them. Uh, it seems as if though they're in the sweepstakes for Jamal Adams. Now, will I be crazy to say that they, if they get a Jamal Adams, their secondary would not be scary? No, I, I would say that. Hey, I think that football is a it's a unique situation, a unique vessel, basically, whereas unique components in every situation now you pair up a Jamal with a with a Darius Lay or, or whoever else the other guy Roby uh, Coleman or whatever the, that guy is you can pair them up with those boys it would be a good formidable uh, secondary it'll be pretty good and what they did was they improved by pitting a Jamal Adams in and getting rid of a Malcolm Jenkins you know uh, so that that would increase their particular team, although Malcolm Jenkins is gone to the Saints, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? That would help out their team. So don't, don't do this, Cowboy Nation. Don't go reaching because the Eagles are trying to go look into the Jamal Adams sweepstake. No, you stay your course. Remember what I said, and I guess it was the previous of the previous of the previous video, is that there's unique ways to selling stuff. You got to be indifferent sometimes. You can't show the world or you can't give everybody the impression that you really want this deal to happen. And then there's, of course, the, the Jones effect. If you look that stuff up, man, it's, it's crazy, but it's real. The Jones effect. People love to do what others are doing, you know, or people love to do what their neighbors are doing. Neighbor bought a new car. Now it's time for me to buy a new car. Oh, a car got tent from the down the street. Oh, that tent look good. Let me get my tent down the street. People love to do what other people are doing. A lot of people are followers, believe it or not, opposed to being just trailblazers and leaders. But that's a story of a different day. Nevertheless, there's also a, 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 a sale tactic called fear of laws, meaning that, man, this deal could be gone to somebody else. And it squeezes the opposition to think about it and say, well, I might as well get it before somebody else get it. I think Jerry is the master of all of those sale techniques and being indifferent. But the thing that really worries Cowboy Nation is that he can't hide his indifferences. 
That's the only thing. He knows how to do the Jones effects. He definitely know how to do the fear of loss, meaning that man is deal about to be gone if I don't sign today. That's why he pressured the situation with the deadline make deals. That's, that's real life talk to you guys. Nevertheless, I will say this. I want to know your thoughts about everything. I know I'm late to the fight, but it's better to be late than never about this situation with Jamal Adams for a trade for Lyle Collins or what have you. And will he be a difference maker? Should we just go ahead and pretty much write a check, a blank check and say, come on, let's go get this Super Bowl, Jamal. 33 look nice on you over here, big day. Come on over here. Let's see that silver and blue, you know. <laughs> and occasionally with the white jerseys on uh, throwback days, whatever you call it, color rush, that's the name of it, color rush days. We, we really love that 33 on you, Dan, you know. Let's shine over here. I know you're a Texas boy. You're talking about the, the come get me 2.0. <laughs> You, you exhibit that right now, but let's make this thing a reality. <laughs> Will that be your cup of coffee, Cowboy Nation? Post me your thoughts down below. Let me know how you guys feel about this whole trade situation or possible situation, if they allow this thing. Uh, also, I, I will make another video talking about the cancellations of the season, what have you, uh, if that could be a valuable thing because they did cancel the first preseason game or the Hall of Fame game, I believe. Yeah, the Hall of Fame game. That would have been the first preseason game, right? They canceled that game. Um, and, of course, the virus is 2.0. It's, it's around and people are shutting down things now. Is this the new norm? You know, is, that, is this what this is about? Or can we just sit back and say, okay, maybe basketball season would be the right pieces when they open up the basketball, you see. Maybe that would be a great example. Maybe we can see some basketball. Maybe, just maybe, that will be the model, basically. Let me know. Post me your thoughts. Post me your concerns down below. Hit that subscribe button. Share this content. Let that friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. My name is Law Nation, L-A-W Nation. Look me up on multiple platforms. I may be there. You know what I mean? Uh, that's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Let's go.